You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody, Tim McMaster here, along with Mark Bowman, our MLB.com Braves reporter. A couple of weeks to go until opening day, Mark. The roster kind of starting to take shape a little. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about an injury to Luis Gohara, how that fits into things. Guys that continue to tear it up and even some new players on this roster. Let's start with the bubble-type things of the roster, though. And you look at things and how it could go. Scott Kazmier, um, Adams. These are guys that have a shot, and and how much of it depends on just the direction this team goes with the roster because early on in the season, it's always depending upon how many starters you need, how big a bullpen you're going to go with, and that's obviously going to affect these guys. No doubt, no doubt. Those early off days, and they have two off days within the first eight uh, days of the regular season. So, you know, you, you have the option to carry an extra bullpen guy or an extra position player and even – you could even switch midstream there if you want, um, you know, especially if you have guys with options that, that are that you can flip flop. Um, you know, my thinking is they they could go with an extra position player for the first six games, and then when they go to course field, choose to carry an extra pitcher. Uh, they do not need a to carry five starters until April tenth, um, and because of that, you know, obviously there was thought that hey, okay, Luis Gohara is going to have time to to be ready uh, at that point in time, but with him suffering his second injury and being sidelined till May, now all of a sudden Scott Kazmier's in the picture. And everyone's going to say, okay, well, you know, Sean Newcomb's certainly the fourth starter. That doesn't necessarily mean that Sean Newcomb's going to be on the opening day roster because, you know, he's the one with options. So all of a sudden, you know, maybe Kazmier fills that fourth spot to start out and you don't bring Newcomb up until April 10th. But, you know, the, you have all those variables, then you also have the fact that games are being played down here every day. And from the time I sent my story yesterday about, you know, the projected 25-man roster until now, you know, I might have, I might have changed my tune because Gilborn Camargo had, you know, he's dealing with a stiff back. And, you know, my, my when I sent the story in yesterday, I went with the extra position player, and I chose the outfielder. I went with Dustin Peterson instead of Christian Colon. Um, you know, knowing what I know today, I might switch that up. So, you know, everything is is very fluid um, right now. And, and you, you look at uh, if the primary questions are, how are you going to fill the final spots in the bullpen? As we spoke about, you know, how do you fill those final two spots in the, in the rotation? It's probably going to be Casimir or Newcomb. But, but, you know, do you do it that way? Do you put Casimir in there first and, and having to make a couple starts. And then, you know, who's going to man the left field position until Ronald Acuna comes up, you know, sometime after April 13th or later? Um, you know, it may be a short-term fix, but right now nobody's really standing out saying, hey, this is going to be my job. Coming into camp, you would have said, yeah, you know, can use a platoon with Preston Tucker and Lane Adams. Well, Lane Adams has struck out, you know, I think 13 times his first 31 of bats. hasn't hasn't looked great. Preston Tucker's a defensive liability. Um, they went and signed Ezekiel Carrera yesterday. He's a defensive liability, but at the same time, he's a, a decent left-handed bat. Just has a little bit less pop than than uh, Tucker. You've got Danny Santana, uh, who provides some versatility 
both offensively and defensively at the same time. I don't maybe for two weeks you get away with him being your everyday guy at the same same time. He's not a bad bench piece. So there's a lot of questions there. Um, you know, the other guy that that stepped up, I don't think they had any plans to start uh Dustin Peterson at the big league level, but he had two big homers this past weekend. He provided the reminder he he could for, um, give him some right-handed pop off the bench. I just don't think there's a lot of reason to carry him for any extended period at the big league level uh, if he's not playing it on an everyday basis. So uh, a lot of questions to to be answered over the final week. And, and you know what else? When I ask Alex Antopoulos, you know, is this the way you're going? He said, we'll see, you know, because there could be other players that could become available. So uh, it's a very fluid situation right now. Yeah, absolutely. I want to get into a little of uh, more on some of the players you just mentioned, and one of them is Sean Newcomb. Uh, last outing was Monday night. He was real good. Four and two-thirds innings, perfect innings, six strikeouts. It seems just tough to have to, as well as he's pitched and as good as he looked on Monday night, to, to start this guy off in the minor leagues. Oh, no doubt. It's, it, you know, hey, look, it's, it may end up just being a starter, too. So, it's, you know, hey, look, I understand the, the outcry and all that stuff, but you know, if this guy throws strikes like he did the other night, he can, you know, that's that's when he finally can live up to the potential we've been hearing about since, you know, he was one of the top pitching prospects in the game two years ago. His his rankings, you know, dropped off uh, before the start of last year, and he came up in the big leagues, and while his command might have been a little bit better, um, you know, he's, he still had some, some ways to go. But this guy has weapons, you know. he's He's got a, a uh, above-average fastball, a above-average curveball. That curveball, you know, to be a definite weapon, but he just wasn't getting himself in counts where he could use it as frequently as he needs to. If, if he throws strikes like he did the other night, hits the corners, you know, he was he was fought in at every quadrant um, during that, that game against the Phillies Monday night. You know, if he does that, that, that's the kind of step they need to see him take. You know, they want him, you know, two, two of their young pitchers to take a step forward this year. you got to go hard on Fulton Evans. And Newcomb, you know, if two of those guys take a step forward, not only is it, you know, aid this year's team, but at the same time, it aids the planning for during the winter when you're trying to say, okay, what what exactly do we need to take that next step to becoming a playoff contender as early as the 2019 season? You mentioned Ezekiel Carrera as well, and it seems to make a lot of sense. Um, Alex Anthopoulos, clearly a fan, brought him into Toronto when he was there, and then the Blue Jays released him this week, and he quickly snatched him up. Um, you said kind of a defensive liability. He's a guy that's kind of hung around baseball. He's not a great hitter, maybe not a great defender, but he can do different things. What are the chances that he finds his way onto this roster? Well, I, I have him on the projected roster right now. I mean, he is a non-roster guy. you got to find some 40-man some spots for him and uh, you know, a couple others, obviously. Ron Acuna, when he comes up, they'll need a 40-man spot for him. Um, there, there's some flexibility there, though. They, you know, they, they took a chance on Ryan Shemp a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's he struck out in the eight of his first 10 at-bats here and 16 of his 24 at-bats total uh, here uh, during the Grapefruit League. I don't think it would hurt to take a guy like him off the 40-man roster. You've got... Uh, Jacob Linger in the left-handed reliever dealing with some elbow, elbow soreness. He could go on the 60-day DL. So that there are ways that they can get some of these guys, these non-roster guys, on the 40-man. At the same time, you know, those spots are valuable. You don't want to mess with too many of them. But at the same time, this team's in a, in a transitional year where not only are you looking forward to bringing up 
you know, some of your top prospects, but this is a weed out year too. You know, some of the guys that have been up up here the last couple of years, um, you, you get a sense of them here in camp or the early part of the season. Um, you know, it, 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 it's a big year for, uh, I'll go ahead and point out who it is. It's just Matt Whistler, Aaron Blair, those kind of guys that, you know, guys that, that are, have been dropped far in the, the pitching depth chart with guys like Mike Soroka, Kobe Allard, and those guys rising. Uh, the Blairs and the Whistlers of this world start to become more expendable. One more thing I wanted to talk to you about, Mark, and that is when you talk about the guys sent down to the minor leagues. And Acuna's been great. He's going to end up down there at least to start the year. You mentioned Newcomb. But Austin Riley was sent down to minor league camp this week. Uh, he spent a lot of time with Chipper Jones, I know, in camp, which can't be a bad thing. What stood out the most to you about Austin Riley this spring? You know, just how much he's matured in the year. Not, not, not from the, just a, a social uh, standpoint, but physically. Mentally, just uh, he's got a better approach to plate. Um, you know, he, he's, he's gone from being 19 to 20, you know, a boy to a man. Um, and we saw some of the, the power. We also saw that he struck out, you know, you know, a decent amount of time. I think it was 10 out of 25 at bats during great uh, for league action. That's one, one thing he's going to have to cut down on during the, the season. It'll determine when he, um, makes that jump to Atlanta. Can he get there this year? Sure. Uh, my expectation is he'll start at double A Mississippi. There's no need to rush him, but at the same time, his progress this year will influence what they do this winter when they will have a chance to, to uh, pursue Josh Donaldson or Manny Machado, uh, kind of to possibly play third base or be their third baseman for the, uh, you know, from 2019 and beyond, um, you know, when they expect to start winning. Great stuff, Mark. A lot of teams have their rosters kind of set by this point in the spring. That is definitely not the case for the Braves. A couple of weeks where things will be really interesting and still some big decisions to be made by this front office. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Braves edition. For Mark Bowman, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time.